You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast with Ines and Mel, and this is episode 43, the We Are Knitters and Zara collaboration part 2. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode. Hi guys, welcome, happy Sunday. I'm feeling a lot of love from you guys, especially after our last episode, and I just think recently we've been having a lot of really nice messages from people. Yeah, regarding more, our podcast, yes. Yeah, more so than usual. I don't know, is it because we we had the newspaper article? I don't think so, because these are people from around the world. Yeah. But hello, a lot of you are new listeners, and welcome to our favourite podcast. Our, <laughs> our favourite podcast. Our only <laughs> podcast. But yeah, if you are new here, we really appreciate you joining us. Maybe we should reintroduce ourselves again. I am Ines, I am the crochet designer. And I'm Mel, um, the crochet designer's supporter. <laughs> the business, the very important business partner. <laughs> yeah, so Mel handles everything in the back end of the business and I handle all the creative aspects. So together yeah. we make like a good team. The best team. So that's who we are. Thank you guys for joining us. Today, I know I say this every episode that I'm excited to do this, but I really am excited for this one. Yeah. Maybe excited is not the word. Um... How should, I, how should I put it? It's not excitement. It's like I'm eager to share with yeah. you guys what's been happening. Yeah, when we decided the, to talk about this whole topic, the last the last episode, and yeah. today we are talking about like the response. It just yes. felt like it's meant to be yeah, for us so to do this. As we were deciding what this week's episode would be, because you know last week we kind of pushed back a few yeah. episodes um, in order to incorporate the the whole controversy with We Are Knitters and Zara's collaboration, right? So this week, we thought we were going to resume our regular, you know, planned episodes, but then they released <laughs> an apology. I wouldn't even say an apology. They yeah. released a post regarding this, exactly yeah. what we talked about. And it's like, it's too good not to talk about it. Because there's just so so many things to talk there, about this. It's, yeah. it's filled with... It's a pink post, but it might as well have been red because it's like <laughs> full of red flags in yeah. their post. Yeah, okay, I so agree. Before we talk about that, we have a few things that we want to announce first. Yeah, really exciting things. So yeah, I'm quite excited for... This is what I'm excited for. So... Uh, I don't know how many of you are following us on Instagram, but recently we put up, I, I put up an Insta story about how we have too much yarn. <laughs> okay, sorry. I have too much yarn. And it is about time that I downsized and sold off some of my yarn or yeah. got rid of it. Because I was just sitting in my studio one day and was just looking around. And I have to agree that I think my yarn addiction is getting out of control. And then before I can buy new yarn, I've got to cull some of my old stash. So we have decided... So I put up an Instagram post asking, or Insta story asking, yeah. you know, if people would want to buy my yarn or not. And a majority of people, like over 80% voted. Yes, yes, they would like to go through my stash yeah. and kind of shop my stash. So... 
we've decided that we're going to do an Instagram live sale coming up this week. So you guys can just come on Instagram, join us for this live sale. And even if you're not buying anything, at least come and you know, say hi, join in the conversation. It will be happening this Friday, 1st of April at 9pm Singapore time. So that's uh, Greenwich Mean Time plus 8. So join in any time. We likely will be on the sale for maybe maybe 2-3 hours maybe. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it, it's, it will be our first ever live sale. So I'm kind of a little bit nervous but excited at the same time for yeah. it. And then there are other people who replied saying they don't want my yarn but they want the products I've made with them. Like they want a proper sale and see the things I've done. So that would be the second live sale that yeah. we do. We haven't had, we haven't quite planned it yet but you know, give us some time. Once we're done with this uh, live sale coming this Friday, then we'll go ahead and do the product sale. But we'll plan that later down the road. Yep, we are so excited about the response that we got. So remember guys, it's this coming Friday, 1st April at 9pm. In other news, we're extremely sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> like, as we're sitting here talking to you, we're in a lot of pain all over our body because Mel and I are extremely sun. I won't even say burnt, we are sun-roasted. Roasted, yeah. <laughs> we are red and painful and, you know, blotchy. Yeah. With And the worst part is that we have an uneven tan. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. Pretty much a lobster at this point. So, you know, after we posted the previous episode, we went on a little break. We took, uh, we checked into a hotel, the Marina Bay Sands. Uh, and it's, we we were just there for three days. It was just... You know, we just wanted to relax. It was Mel's birthday month, right? March. Yeah. So we, it's like we've been celebrating her birthday this whole <laughs> month. I can't wait for this month to be over, oh, so we can. I, I'm sad that it's going to be over. That soon. we can get back to our usual, right? Yeah. So we checked into a hotel for three days. We decided to go to the pool, lie there, fall asleep. Stupid mistake. Not replenish or not like touch up with our sunscreen. Yeah. And we're burnt. We're so burnt because of that. I just can't wait for March to be over. Because I, I, if you guys are not bored of it, I don't know. <laughs> because for four episodes now, we've been just talking about, talking my about birthday, Mel's right? birthday. Yeah. It's not that her birthday is forever. It's just that the month of March is just crazy. So anyway, let's just jump right into this episode before we drag on any longer. Before we start talking about the things that were mentioned in the post and how we feel about it, I think that it's, it's important for us to sort of read you guys the post so that you know this episode feels a little bit more comprehensive you're not just figuring out like trying to figure out what they said because there are a lot of things that they ri- they've written in the post that I personally take offense to yeah and so if I'm gonna refer to it I think you know at least for me I would like you know the host of the podcast show to at least read the response out so that's what we're gonna do first so I'm gonna read the response and then we're gonna you know really break it down. (laughs) Obviously this goes without saying that if you haven't listened to our previous episode you should pause this episode now and go listen to the previous one because we break down the premise of what happened. I'm not going to go into it again because I think it's too long so I'm going to assume at this point that you've listened to the previous episode so if you haven't pause it go listen and then come back. Okay, so I'm going to start reading their post now. So on the 19th of March, We and Knitters posted on their Instagram a plain pink background with some words on it. And they wrote, To our community, 
We are aware of the controversy our collaboration with Zara Men has caused among some members of our community. We are saddened by it and that's why we would like to share, to take some time to explain why we did it. First and foremost, We Are Knitters' main purpose has always been to raise awareness about DIY culture, mostly through knitting and crochet. Why they're not We Are Knitters and crochet, I don't know, <laughs> but sorry, that's just me. Okay, back to it. We have always thought that more, the more people learned about its benefits, the better. We know, as a matter of fact, that a lot of you started knitting because of our kits and yarn. Some learned about us through friends and family, and others through press articles, and some others via different marketing actions we have done and still do. Collaborations. Through the years, we have always collaborated with a lot of different makers and brands from around the world. From small independent designers to big retail chains and all in between. Always trying to reach a new and diverse audience. When the opportunity to collaborate with Zara Man came to us some months ago, we decided to go ahead and do it. As a small business, to be offered one of the biggest worldwide platforms in retail to showcase how beneficial in this case, crochet could be, it was a no-brainer. Yes, we know we have always stood by the slow fashion values and will continue to do so. And yes, we know that at first sight, a collaboration with them may sound contradictory. Sustainability is a journey. What if, through these two kits, we had the opportunity to impact someone that is used to buying ready-to-wear garments and for them to experience what it's like to make your own clothes? What if they realize how much time and effort it takes to complete a garment, especially if they're a beginner? What if by doing so, someone reconsiders their own consumption behavior and in the best case scenario, consume less? Wishful thinking? Maybe. But why not try? To be honest, for us, that would be a mission accomplished. Secondly, it is really important for us to clarify we did not intend to and will not make any profit from this brand awareness marketing action. <sighs> to be completely transparent on the nature of this project, the collaboration consists of 150 kits at a price that only covered our production and shipping costs. It is not meant to be a huge worldwide in-store collection, but a capsule online initiative. Last but not least, during the design process, both our teams agreed to work with the recycled yarn due to its eco-friendly nature. Also, our original packaging was adapted to minimize waste so that it didn't contain our info stickers, usually placed on the front of the kit, something that we will probably maintain in the future, going to the zero waste, zero plastic goal we started years ago. All in all, we love the community we have created over the years and we hear you. Hopefully, this post helps to shed some light on our intent behind this project because our core values remain unchanged. In fashion and life, we believe in having a smaller and sustainable footprint, less is more, and DIY is our way of achieving it. Best, the We Are Knitters team. If after listening to that and your eyes are not like rolling all the way back to your head, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. There's so many things I know what to say about this post that's just it's just know, lies. Yeah. Lies and more lies. Okay, you know what? Let's start with how we really feel about it. Okay. okay. I and I I think we share the same sort of the yeah. same opinion, right? Yeah. So, Mel and I think it's utter bull <laughs> <laughs> 
it's I don't understand why they they think this is an acceptable you know response. Yeah. Firstly, it's not an apology. Yep. Secondly, not. I didn't hear any. We apologize. We know we did wrong. Yeah. None of that. There's yeah. no s o r r y. No sorry. No. Just not even a hint of I, I we did something wrong or we can do better or something. Yeah. So okay, let let's let's break it down. Okay. My very first issue with this is. Zara men, <laughs> I was surprised because I don't think we we knew right. Yeah, it was I, a collaboration with Zara men. In the previous episode, I thought this was just Zara in yeah. general, you know, wherever they placed it within the Zara store. Yeah, and people like the comments was was making, you know, like we saw some forums on like Reddit and Facebook and Instagram, and there were a lot of people who were talking about these kids. Place, you know, maybe strategically or not, not strategically, place beside crochet tops. Yeah. You know, like crochet tank tops. Unless you're telling me a dude is wearing a crochet tank top, which there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not how the people working in the store would naturally place that. Yeah. Because there's a higher percentage of people that are female who are wearing it, and yeah. I wouldn't think then in the, in those cases that the crochet kid would be in Zara men, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, come on, we are knitters. If you're saying that your your goal is to reach more people, do you not know? Are you not aware of the demographic in like <laughs> crochet? Okay, I'm not. I'm not being sexist, but it's just the demographic, yes. or at least for us, there is a way higher percentage of female knitters and crocheters yeah. as opposed to male, which yeah. we should be doing something to change that. So unless you're saying the goal was to reach the male audience. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, I like even the collaboration itself. It's it's an issue, but going down to being so specific to Zara men, it's even more confusing. I think on and, that part. And and they claim that it's Zara men, right? Yeah. But in the post where they announced it, they didn't say Zara men. They no, said yeah. Zara and We Are Knitters, yeah. right? It's with Zara. Now they're saying it's Zara men, and it's a capsule online initiative. Yeah. Right. But then people like real, real life customers are going into Zara and seeing it beside a female crochet tank top. Yeah. So, unless they're not saying something right, or maybe Zara's. If this is Zara's fault, yeah, you know, or they it, are just doing it based on how they feel. They yeah, or can, maybe yeah. they don't even really differentiate whether it's Zara or Zara men. But the idea is that I would never think that they would combine Zara men, <laughs> men, with a crochet, crochet kit, kit for yeah. like, you know, I get it. Maybe the bucket hat and the handphone cases are more unisex, but it's just it. There was a lot of miscommunication here. I felt like it wasn't clear from the get go. Yeah. And so, like, are you not aware of what's going on with Zara, or is it Zara's fault? Are you gonna push the blame to Zara? Secondly, this is just you know this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think what I'm most annoyed about is that they claim they have made no profits from it whatsoever. Yes. Yes. And they only just cover production and shipping costs. I don't understand that. So, I did the math. Mm-hmm. I'm not a math girl, <laughs> but yeah. for this, I'm willing to do the math. Okay, they say it's 150 crochet kits they put out. Okay, so they are selling each kit for about 50 pounds. So if 150 kits sold for 50 pounds, that would be 7,500 pounds. So that's 7,500 dollars, okay, in pounds. Yeah. If I convert that into US dollars. 
that's nine thousand nine hundred US dollars. That's yeah, ninety nine hundred. Yeah. Okay. And if I further convert that into Singapore dollars, that's thirteen thousand three hundred Singapore dollars. Yeah. A hundred and fifty kits. If I sold one hundred and fifty kits and I got thirteen thousand dollars for it. I'm definitely making, making a, a profit. Yeah, how how can you not see that? I'm definitely making profit. I don't know. Okay, so let's pretend. Okay, Zara took twenty percent commission from all their sales, which I think it's pretty reasonable, right? Yeah. Some places take up to twenty five percent, but I think Zara is such a big co- company, mm-hmm. and if it's what they're saying, it's a capsule collection of only one hundred and fifty kits. And by the way, is it one hundred and fifty kits per country? Oh yeah, we don't know that because they it's found a lot in a lot of places. Yeah, that's true. So let's say it's just a hundred and fifty kits in total. Okay. Yeah. And Zara takes twenty percent commission, that brings the number of thirteen thousand three hundred Singapore dollars to ten thousand six hundred and forty Singapore dollars. Okay. Okay. Let's presume each kit, it's like twenty dollars at cost price. Say at operating cost, it's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Multiply that by 150 kits. That's three thousand dollars. So even if I take ten thousand dollars, I take away three thousand dollars in cost price. My final sum is still seven thousand six hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. And where is that money going where to? Where is that yeah. money going to? So yeah, let's, that's the let's pretend shipping cost. It's another two hundred dollars. Okay, let's just pretend. Whatever. Three, four, five hundred dollars. It can even go up to one thousand dollars, and you're still earning yeah six thousand dollars. Yeah, where's that money going to? Yeah, I I think it's not fair for for them to say that there's no profit involved at all. That yeah, there's no profit. Yeah. It's they're just basically operating at bare minimum. Yeah, you you are a company that claims you sell kits for a living. Are you telling me that none of your kits make profit? And this is assuming that they only produce 150 crochet kits in total. If it's 150 kits in each country, <laughs> this means that you know they're earning a lot more. Yeah, because the cost is it's going to be so much lower, right? If you're saying that you are selling your kits for this amount and you're earning this amount, yeah, you know, and you are still not making anything, then maybe you're not as sustainable as you thought you were. Yeah, you know, I just feel that there is a lot of disparities here. Like the story isn't really making sense. If you want to put out a number like a hundred and fifty crochet kids, people like me are gonna do the math. Yeah, you can't hide it that way. You know, unless you're saying this is really like you really don't earn. Like Zara took every single yeah. cent. Yeah, it took exactly sixty thousand. <laughs> it took exactly sixty dollars or fifty pounds or however much to make those kits. And let me tell you, from us one small business to another small business. It does not cost that much, even if I were to do the work in a collaboration with somebody that required me to put in a hundred and fifty kits. It's not gonna cost me sixty dollars at operating cost. Yeah, and we've done kits for people before. Not, I mean, it's not on our website or anything. But sometimes we have corporate customers reach out to us and say it's for, you know, their company. They want to do like a collective workshop. Right. Can right. I please put together a kit for them? You know, and come in and teach them. And even operating at minimum cost, it's not sixty dollars. And we're a small business. We're really, really small. Yeah, we're even smaller. And their Instagram is like how many seventy thousand, seven hundred thousand? Yeah. Followers. We are not even at three thousand <laughs> at this point, and we are buying our things at a much higher cost because we have a smaller quantity. 
and even then it doesn't cost that much. So what in the world are they talking about? And you know, in their Instagram post, they said that when the opportunity to collaborate with Zara Man came to us some months ago, we decided to go ahead and as a small business to be offered one of the biggest worldwide platforms, yada yada yada, it was a no-brainer. That is the biggest load of bull I've ever heard. You know, as a small business, it doesn't give you an excuse to capitalize on every opportunity that comes your way. Yeah. Just because you have the excuse of saying, I'm a small business, I need that advantage. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't give me an excuse to be greedy and say, you know. Yeah, if that doesn't say profit-driven, I don't know what does it say. You (laughs) know what I mean? Because we would never collaborate with a company that completely goes against what we believe in. Yeah, right. And it, it really touches us you know, it hits a sore spot for us because we like to focus on sustainability. We're really small, like Cricket Crochet is really small at this point. So there's really not much we can do on a very large scale. But even then, we're very cautious about who our suppliers are, where we get our yarn from, our packaging. You know, we're quite careful not to, you know, to to, to buy from another small business. We're careful not to go to the big box retailers that we know the profit is just going into buying the second or third house. Yeah, I feel that as a small business, branding is just even more important and it's so important to work, to be, I guess, to be careful or, or important to know who you're working with, especially when you have core values like sustainability or I want to be eco-friendly and, or, or I support slow fashion and things like that. Yeah, and so in that case, it's it's kind of... I don't get it why they would say, it's, hello, it's Zara Man. Like, do you think we'll pass it up? Almost like saying, hey, don't look at me this way. If you had the chance as your small business, yeah. you'd do the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, it sounds like it. It's yeah. kind of turning the tables back on you. Like, it's deflecting their own fault yeah. on you because it's like, you know, you weren't offered this opportunity. You don't get to say, it's a no-brainer for us because we're a small business. You know, yeah. whatever exposure we can get, you know, to be talked about is better than to not be talked about. But it doesn't work that way. That that just doesn't make sense. And we get that you're always trying to reach new audiences. No brand wants to stay happy at, you know, a million followers. They want more. They always want to grow, you know. But you can't do that by alienating your current, like, set of customers already. And if you claim you're listening to them, like, you know, like, off-camera, like Mel and I were talking, and she said, "What what was it you said? I say that if you are really listening to the community, like what you are saying, then... Then you know they'll be pissed about this. Yeah, I don't think that you would respond the way that you did as well. Or or even so, you would never go ahead and do it if you know that your customers value you standing by those principles of slow fashion, DIY fashion, sustainability. Why would you collaborate with the company that goes entirely exactly... And that the opposite is, of that. Yeah, and that is what the community is saying as well. Everybody is saying the same thing about why are you doing this? We don't get it. It doesn't make sense. I mean, they clearly don't know their audience, really. You know, for a brand as big as they are, they clearly don't know who their audience are or what they want. If I knew that my customers didn't want a certain thing from me, I would never go ahead and do it, you know, let alone come to a position where I need to send out such a, a response. You know, even for us to do our Instagram upcoming live sale for Yan, I, I did like two polls to make sure that, you know, this is really what they want. And I asked, do you want this or not? If you don't want this, tell me why. If you want it, tell me why. Even tell me what time would be best yeah. for you. You know, because getting the feedback from your audience is so important. And for them to think that, 
the people who follow Wianetas would be proud of them for collaborating with Zara. It's just like that's a that's not a no brainer. That's that's no brains. <laughs> I mean, trying to reach new and diverse audience, but at the same time losing the support of your main customers, that's just not a smart way to go. I mean, for any business, maybe that's why they need to constantly be reaching new audiences because the old ones keep leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's their their point. There's something else they said actually in their post that I also take offense to, um, and I it's not it's not the way they say or maybe it's the way they say it. it's also the tone I think they, that they're saying it in and I get it it's very easy to misconstrue or misunderstand what people say over text because you don't hear the tone mm-hmm. but the statement alone seems funny to me okay they said you know we know as a matter of fact that a lot of you started knitting because of our kids and I tell me if you feel the way I do it's like it's almost like they're saying you know, it's because of us you started. And now, you know, you're coming back and do, saying all these things and not appreciative. Uh-huh. It's because of us that you even started, started in the first place. Yeah. Which is kind of really snobbish. <laughs> is that the word I want to use? You know, I, I can't stand that they, they took that approach. That it's because of me, you, you are doing this. So therefore, you can only have the opinion that I introduced you to. Yeah, and you shouldn't be growing on your own or developing your own style, you know. Because so what if people started knitting with you? They their style can evolve. You know the way they do things can evolve. Their their concepts or their understanding of how it works can evolve. And if it's, it doesn't matter how it started. It's what they do with it, right? Yeah. And I guess to me it's funny because like, what has that got to do with this issue in the first place? How many people start their knitting experience with you? Why does it matter yeah, gone- your decision putting your kids in Zara? I don't like <laughs> can you help me make sense of it? I think some of their points in their posts uh, are not relevant. It's like they're trying to deflect or like to pull yeah, your attention or to support, away or to support their idea that they are not in the wrong. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But then again, in that same breath, in the same post they said that they also said that it we know it probably sounds controversial we know it's probably wishful thinking so do you think it was going to work or did you not think it was going to work because you're kind of contradicting yourself in that sense yeah if you don't think it's going to work because it's wishful thinking then why go ahead with this yeah and, and if you put think so much effort into it if you think it could be misconstrued into something controversial <laughs> i cannot you know if it looks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it's probably a, a duck. duck. Yeah, they just—they just have nothing to say that actually really supports their decision. I think to work with Zara. Yeah. If you said, you know, we work with like a Michael store, or like a Spotlight. If you're in Australia, Spotlight is just basically a craft store. Or to work with any other craft store or independent craft stores. Yeah or art gallery or, or whatever that would make a lot more sense to me if you're say if you're putting it in a store that's in the middle of a art district yeah fine that would kind of maybe make sense to me because the people there are inclined to want to maybe pick up a crochet kit yeah but not in like a a Zara man <laughs> you know and yeah. still in that same breath say hey a lot of you started because of me and and but still I knew that it was controversial I knew that it's spiritual yeah. thinking so but I'm just gonna try anyway but you know but if it doesn't work out and like, don't forget that you guys started your knitting experience <laughs> with me yeah <laughs> you yeah. learned about us from what did they say 
press articles and via others via marketing actions that we have done and still do collaborations. Yeah, like <sighs> take at a deep least, breath. at least we tried, right? I mean, if it doesn't work out, at least we tried, right? Moments like this is when my meditation practice needs to come in. Yeah. If you listen to the very first episode of this year, we talked about our goals for 2022, and one of mine and yours too, right? Yeah. Was meditation. So I think let's we need to meditate. Yeah, but this is kind of like pushing it, pushing us to the edge, sort of. This is why we need to yeah. meditate. You know the thing I found interesting about. The, the post they put out mm-hmm. was that they kept emphasizing that they still stood by those values of sustainability that they still believe in it and will continue to believe in it but that is also not saying anything about the actions they've done yeah. you know to say I believe in something is not the same as I am doing something for example I can continue talking about how I'm vegan which I am and still say it's fine I, I don't mind going animal hunting as, as long as I don't eat it right. <laughs> I'm still vegan right Yeah. so I still believe in what veganism can do for me and my body but you can let's go animal hunting I'm fine as long as I don't eat it you know I still stand by that fact but my actions kind of prove otherwise yeah and your, the words you say and the things you do have to kind of match. It has to, yeah. And what I found interesting was that they constantly talked about how they stand by their values still despite all the actions they have done. They still stand by it as though it's enough. Yeah. As though just saying I believe in it and I will do it is enough. That's called lying, guys. <laughs> They're lying to you. <laughs> They're lying that they believe in it and that they will actually do something about it. Yeah. And as long as you keep believing what they say and just turn a blind eye to what they do instead, what they say still stands and that still is the truth. Yeah, but the thing is that people do see that this Yeah, because people are different. stupid. Yeah, and, and they are being called out because of that. And right? still, they didn't show a hint of an apology like, in their response, which is why I hesitate mm-hmm. to call it uh, their apology. Yeah. Or yeah. Their, their whatever. It, it's, like not, a, it's not even an explanation. It's, right. it's just a justification. It's just a response. Yeah. And even with the whole point about their, they, they believing in the value of sustainability, there are kind of a lot of loopholes here as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they said in their post that they removed stickers that they usually stuck on the packaging itself yeah so if i'm doing the math correctly they just saved on 150 stickers yeah which is actually not a lot yeah and the thing is these are information stickers if it's already confusing to why there's a crochet kit in zara men or Mm -hmm. the zara store having no information on the packaging makes it even more confusing like if i'm a customer coming in and I'm like, okay, what what is this? And there's nothing. It's just, here is a crochet kit with whatever, whatever inside. That's it. Yeah, especially if you claim that you're using recycled yarn. Yeah. Don't you think this is information that needs to be put out if your whole point is to raise awareness? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, you want to impact the people who are not, you know, craft people or people from the industry. And there's no information about what this is or what is it for. And really honestly, saving on 150 stickers is not a lot. Yeah. You know, you can buy a pack of 200 stickers <laughs> for like a dollar yeah. on AliExpress. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another point or another example of a point where they just put it in their post to deflect like the main yeah. reason. Or, or it's know. like a feeble attempt at yeah. trying to say that we are really, really, really sustainable guys. And I mean, they talked about some zero plastic thing, mm-hmm. but come on, sustainability is so much more than just plastic. Yeah. 
Because even if your stickers were made from paper, like paper stickers, it costs just as much to create plastic as it does to create paper. Yes, yeah. You know, it's it's a different industry. It uses different types of resources, but it still uses resources. Yeah. It's better to find some other way to do it. You know, if you really wanted to put information and reduce stickers, you could have put more research in. Maybe put like a QR code that people could scan. Yeah. Something, the, a website, you know, that for more information about how this kit is sustainable, please visit weareknittersandnotcrochet.com, <laughs> you know? Yeah, correct. <laughs> and there are just so many better ways of doing it. So it feels like it's a shoddy attempt. Yeah, the point is that there are so many better ways of doing things nowadays. If you are saying that, you know, you are sustainable and, and this is just really a feeble attempt you're right yeah and to be sustainable it's not just about plastic i feel like a lot of people talk about like reducing plastic waste and reducing plastic use and that equal sustainability yeah but it's just because they think it's a buzzword to use mm -hmm. it's like if there if there's a word that was talked more in 2021 or 2020 it was sustainability and reduce plastic waste oh gosh if I could have a dollar every time I heard that I'd be freaking rich I'd have like $13,300 I wouldn't have to sell any kids I'll get that money yeah you know and sustainability is beyond just reducing plastic It you have to be sustainable on a whole yeah. you have to think about every single aspect of what you're doing and how you can take the materials and the resources you already have and kind of transcend them beyond what you originally got them for. It has to be a mindset, not an action. That's correct. And it really frustrates me because it seems like they're using actions to justify the fact that they're sustainable, but it just, it just doesn't work because they don't truly believe it. If they do, I don't know, because from what I see, I can only judge based on, based what, on what they've done right based yeah. On what, yeah and so and what they've done till now shows me that they don't really care about sustainability yeah because if you put more information out there if that's your point people are going to understand what what the purpose of what you're doing is not just throw out some yarn and just go oh buy this for 50 dollars yeah and if you're sincere like you say people are not stupid yeah. they, they can understand where you're coming from and what you're trying to do you don't have to tell people hey by the way I have saved 150 st stickers you know yeah. and I, what I... else are you saving on <laughs> you know yeah. if it's really an online capsule initiative why is it in stores <laughs> you know I don't get it I don't get it <laughs> but okay I think it's important also for us to share some of the comments that were left under that post yeah because until this point, we're just sharing a lot of what we think. Our, our own opinions our own and thoughts, views, yeah. You know, and having read, read the comments under that post, there are a lot of things that people say that kind of, we, we are just mirroring what the, yeah. what the people are saying. So to give it a little bit more context, so in case at this point you're wondering, are they being, is Ines and Mel being extremely biased here? Let's read some comments to maybe put some things in perspective. I won't read the usernames because I don't have permission to do that. But okay, somebody said, I'm glad you said something, but I still feel like it's not enough. To put a $50 crochet kit next to a crochet top selling for $20 isn't right. I feel like there are better ways and better companies to work with to achieve the goal you are saying you're working towards here. Which, girl, I agree. Yeah, yeah, in summary, that's what we are saying. Somebody else said, 
For me, it's weird that We Are Knitters is trying to justify their actions by saying that they wanted to raise awareness of DIY culture and fibre arts. Like, I don't believe it, sorry. Y'all just wanted to make money and didn't consider the values of the community that keeps your business going. I think that's really how we feel. Yeah. You know? I love this comment. Somebody else said, Also, just checking, do you guys know the word sorry? (laughs) And she left three question Question marks marks, behind it. Somebody else said, are y'all really standing by this decision? Or, you know, uh, a a, a verified account posted something. Uh, This person said, y'all deserve this dragging. Another comment said, I get the logic, but you still chose to work with a brand that treats their workers horribly and absolutely does not pay them fair wages. No matter how you dice it, this is not okay. Oh, okay. There's a there's a kind of a positive comment here. Somebody said, keep doing what you're doing. Sharing ideas as a company could also be a positive influence. No, don't we only really learn from one another through communication and understanding? I wouldn't dump a good friend because they were friendly or worked with someone I didn't like. I don't know... Yeah. It's beyond just working somebody we don't like. Yeah. You know, it's not that I don't like what this brand sells, so you can't work with them. It's not about that, you know. And I think this person is really, if I dare say, kind of short-sighted. Yeah. Because it's about the values you present. Correct. And nobody is saying, like, you know, I mean, we all know maybe whatever Zara stands for. It's just that it's the total opposite of what uh, we are knitters is saying that they are standing for, right? Yeah, and if they really... If this comment, if this person really thinks that, you know, sharing ideas as a company could be positive, why not hold a, a forum? Why not hold a, a live talk? Yeah. You know, why not, you know, gather people and discuss ideas like kind of what like we were doing now? Why not start a podcast and talk about how crochet can be sustainable? There's so many ways to do it and not just collaborate with someone for, for very clearly profits. Yeah, and I agree that communication is good, but you have to talk about the good and the bad, right? Yeah. Somebody else wrote, this is not an apology. Try again, do better, be better. So disappointed. Another comment also said, I cannot believe you needed to explain yourself. I know how you feel. Don't feel like you've offended people. You're clearly doing a very good job in showing the world it's possible to stay clean in the business world. Smile, you rock. How? I don't know. Hmm. If they're spending, if they're claiming that $60, $50, is the cost price of their operating, you know, is the operating cost, cost yeah. at bare minimum with no profit. That's not a very clean business, I think. Yeah. Because what are you spending on? Money is still a resource. Yeah. And you shouldn't be, you know, reckless with it a little bit. Somebody else wrote, hashtag social media marketing 101. <laughs> Send a clear message through an action and then patronize the disappointed customers about how the message should be interpreted and say, y'all really got it wrong. We know better than you. (laughs) I love that comment. Yeah. Somebody else wrote, how dense are you to realise that these big companies, these big brands are not our friends? And then they hashtag, whack is whack. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Somebody else kind of actually mimicked what we just said. $50 for one kind of yarn and a hook is at cost, LOL. Okay, one last statement before we get carried away. Somebody wrote, This statement is crap and smells like greenwashing. You like to play the underdog while you yourself have never been transparent about who you are and where your yarn comes from. Hashtag boycott whack. 
And this is exactly what I was saying in our previous episode mm-hmm. that we don't know who they are. There is no face behind them. It could be, I don't know. It could be an old man doing it, who's <laughs> yeah. just you know. It could be a, a, a financial broker, who just wants a, a like this a persona. is a yeah good business or something yeah. Yeah, you know, the point is that we don't know who we are knitters. Ah, we don't know who they are, and I think this comment really hits the point that they've never been transparent about what they do. Yeah, they've never showed their own work. It's always reposting other people's work, and I think there is like about eight or nine posts they have uploaded since this. I almost said apology. It's not an apology. <laughs> yeah, they have eight or nine posts that they put up since this response. Mm-hmm. None, not a single one, is their own photo. It's reposted from other people and other people and other people, right? And they call this reposting other people's work a collaboration. I see. And to me, this comment, this hashtag boycott comment, just hits at the very core of why I am uncomfortable, uncomfortable with them. Yeah. It's you know if it was a big brand and you know the person behind the brand and you know the maker and they choose to make a decision and they are able to come on Instagram, show their face and explain and have a dialogue with their audience about、yeah. why they did it. I can accept that it's an honest mistake from a person. Right now, I don't know who the person is or if there is even a person. Yeah. Behind We Are Knitters, which by the way, there is no We Are Crocheters. <laughs> Maybe we should start a we are crochets and just repost other people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then we'll put、like、out working right. And then we'll put out a knitting kit <laughs> for fifty dollars. <laughs> and by the way, fifty dollars, fifty pounds is ninety Singapore dollars here. So、yeah. we'll start a we are crochet brand. We would put out a knitting kit, sell it for ninety Singapore dollars, and tell them that my cost price was the full ninety bucks. Yeah, no profit whatsoever. Yeah. And tell me that doesn't sound funny. Not to mention, I collaborate with like. Forever twenty one. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when you say it like that, if someone comes to me with a business proposal like that, yeah, I would show them the door. Yeah, <laughs> you crazy. But we and Nitas went come through our door. <laughs> you know what? This will be the last we ever talk about it. Yeah, we have spent two full episodes, you know, putting forward our point. Yeah, and I think a lot of you guys agree with us because all of you. Have brains, <laughs> and all of you understand that when someone does something that doesn't match what they they say, it's just it's a big, big, big red flag. Yeah,、right、there, it is. You know? Yeah, and so I will never talk about this again. If they put up another statement, it's not even worth you guys go read. Yeah, you know, it's not even worth reading. They have said all they wanted to say, and they have very clearly moved on. Yeah, or to show that they really don't care. Yeah, yeah, and so. All we can do is take this as a learning point that you cannot trust all brands. Not all brands can be trusted. Yeah. And on top of that, it's a learning point that not everything you see on social media is the truth.、Mm-hmm. We Anitas is a really good example of someone who is really good at social media marketing, but not actually having the values or the gravitas to pull them through a big campaign this way. Yep. I don't know what other collaborations they've done, but if just working with other reposting other people's work is a collaboration, they really need to go look up the dictionary of what collaboration <laughs> means. <laughs> it's disappointing, but that's the way it is. You know, 
you know who you can trust <laughs> us <laughs> i'm just kidding but really come talk to us we really want to talk to you guys if you have any other questions or if you have any other comments you'd like to share about this because some of the comments you guys have been giving us is hilarious i love it if you have any other things you want to add to this you know this topic of this conversation you can find us on instagram or facebook we are at crooked crochet sg don't forget that we're having that instagram live session uh this coming friday 1st april at 9 p.m singapore time that's greenwich mean time plus eight and um you can whatsapp us if you have a voice message you want to contribute to the podcast we can incorporate that in so we can hear some of your voices you can either whatsapp us or send it to us via iMessage at plus six five nine one two seven two seven four three all this information will be in our show notes or you can email us at crookedcrochetsg at gmail.com send me your longest essay you can about <laughs> this topic because i'd love to hear it it's a juicy topic but yeah. you know i mean unfortunately we don't have much time but we can go on and on and on about this topic yeah. i think for me it really makes me appreciate the people that i do follow that i like yeah and I, when when this first collaboration came out, a lot of the brands that I follow and respect were commenting yeah. and saying, "What the what what the what am I reading?" <laughs> yeah. You know, and it just made me feel even more warm and mm. like touched and cozy yeah, in sure. the community that is already existing. Yeah. You know, We Are Knitters really is one of those odd ones out. Mm-hmm. I don't think they they really fit into the community the way us makers, you yeah. know bond yeah or at least how they try to seem like they are part of it yeah yeah but they they very clearly are not so if there's anything you need to learn from this okay because i know that we've, we've been kind of very negative like the, the tone has been pretty negative but if there's one thing you need to remember is that the people that you love and you follow really do have the same values as mm. you do and yeah. you can take comfort in that the yeah. way that i am taking comfort in that And actually, next week, we will be talking about a topic that's surrounding uh, this topic of sustainability. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's a coincidence, but I think that everything in the universe is falling into place for this episode to take place. Because next week, it's going to be a real, you know, it's not really a real topic about sustainability, but it adds to that. It's a conversation about that. So, no more about this (laughs) Whack, we are knitters. Yeah. <laughs> and next week, we're back to our usual programming and talking about the things that really surround crochet and not really the people around it. So, new episodes get released every Sunday at 12 noon. That's Singapore time again, Greenwich Mean Time Plus 8. And we will see you next week. Yes, so until then, enjoy your Sunday. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.